The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. Times. Now, we mentioned earlier on uh, the passing of Mohammed Al Fayed uh, in his late 90s. We're um, joined by Michael Cole, uh, former BBC television journalist and a man who was former dir- director of public affairs for Harrods. Michael, good morning. Good morning to you. Um, a sad day, uh, one that I think people will uh, regard with some regret. Uh, just to let you know that Mohammed actually died on Wednesday, which was the day before the 26th anniversary of the terrible, terrible tragedy in Paris, which killed his eldest son, Dodi, and the family's dear friend, Diana, Princess of Wales. And he was entombed in a private mausoleum uh, on his estate in Surrey, just outside London, yesterday. So, uh, in a way, uh, perhaps there was an element of kismet there, an Arabic word meaning fate, that it should be at this particular time of the year. Of course, that um, tragedy in Paris in 1997, in the early hours of 31st of August, then, um, it, it affected the rest of his life. Of course, he said to me, I've got 7,000 staff, I've got a family to lead, I can't walk around with a long face, I have to show positivity, I have to smile, I have to carry on. But I could always see at the back of his eyes that he wasn't quite the same man. He, he certainly loved Diana, he regarded her as a daughter, the whole fired family did, and they still do. And he loved Dodie deeply, though they sometimes did have arguments, as fathers and sons sometimes do. But they always reconciled, and the celebration, when that happened, was always a joy to witness. Throughout the terrible week, um, 26 years ago, Mohammed displayed great dignity and, and fortitude and courage. I think it was Ernest Hemingway who said that uh, courage was grace under pressure. Well, he certainly showed it that week, and I shall never forget it. And Mohammed was immensely generous. And not just to people he knew, many of the people who asked him for help, particularly for care with dangerously ill children, received uh, help that was beyond their wildest dreams, not just in money, but in personal support and kindness that knew no limits. I would uh, actually sometimes try and dissuade him from helping at so many needy cases that came to his door, but he rarely listened. He, uh, he was the greatest individual donor to Great Ormond Street Hospital, the most famous children's hospital in the world, and he endowed its first MRI scanner and then paid for its technological updates. He actually said to me, if you do something good in life, Michael, you come back to something wonderful. Well, I told him that this was Buddhism, not Islam, but he wouldn't uh, wouldn't have that. He, <laughs> he would counter and say, he'd say the Quran and the Bible also say, love thy neighbor. And he always had an answer. I don't know oh, whether you, you follow football football but uh, he bought, bought Fulham football in 1997 and Michael just to, to ask his legacy there is a sense when he is reported on or discussed that one of the defining characteristics of his legacy will be the fact yeah. of him being a thorn in the establishment side is that unfair to him is that something that he would want to be seen as oh I'm sure that that's right I think you you put it well uh, he was and he he didn't want to become part of establishment and the last thing he ever wanted to do was go out and smart society and go to nightclubs or or posh restaurants a bit home with his family and he wanted to be with um, uh, his shop I mean even when he went on holiday after four or five days he would come back he couldn't he couldn't be without the shop he loved it so much 
And he was, uh, you know, he came from Alexandra, Alexandria, in, in, you know, the actual definition of a cosmopolitan city, and he came to London in the mid-60s, and he made his way from there, and he ended up owning the most celebrated department store in the world, um, you know, apart from Switzer's and, 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 <laughs> and the other <laughs> lovely shops, uh, the lovely, sh- lovely shops in Grafton Street, which we all love, um, um, uh, he, and he owned uh, the most um, glamorous hotel in the world, the the, the Paris Ritz, and he owned the, an iconic football club, Fulham Football. May not support Fulham, but it's often their second uh, their second club because it has so much character. And uh, he, um, you know, Mohammed um, was really uh, a great person. He he was an, full of energy and enterprise, and never down. And believe it or not, I mean, I occasionally had rows with him. I at least two a year. At least, and um, and but he never raised his voice. He never used profane language. He never. He would just say, "Calm down." He he'd send a glass of champagne to my 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 desk and say, "Just smile, Michael. Be quiet. Don't worry about it. It'll all be okay." And quite frankly, what, Michael, w- w- would that every argument in a work setting ended with somebody sending you a glass of champagne, <laughs> Michael? Really appreciate your memories and your uh, analysis on the legacy of Mohammed Al-Fayed. That is Michael Cole, formerly, of course, of the BBC and formerly uh, Director of Public Affairs for Harrods, the um, shop that uh, Mohammed, uh, department store, I should say, to give it the proper title, that Mohammed Al-Fayed so famously bought. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.